2: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com recommend today.
3: Yeah, there should be some passion. This
0: doesn't have to be boring, boring, boring.
4: By okay, one
2: thing the game needs is more people like you. You, you, Still have pro man, run around tight pants. It's Mookie Betts, is Daniel Bard, Steve Alge, Aaron Saltslamakia. This is Brock Holt. Hey, this is John Lester. Baseball, baseball, baseball isn't boring. Welcome to baseball isn't boring. Here's your host, Rob Radford. All right.
4: Shohei Itani isn't boring. I don't know if you knew this, but uh, Shohei Itani isn't boring. And and, so, and that's in, in turn makes baseball not being boring. In turn, um, makes us talk about Shohei Itani and his future and the future of baseball. And there's nobody better to talk about all this than Ed Hand. Free agent correspondent, Ed, what's
3: going on? How you doing? Uh, you know, not too many free agents to correspond about. Uh Really left. It's kind no. Of that's like why a we're tr- that's like we're turning the page.
4: It's a fair fi- yeah, Once here, here's the thing, Ed. Once Jorge Alfaro signed, we're turning the page to the next off season. That's how it yeah. works.
3: No, it's true. Once no Alfaro, no thank
4: you. <laughs> we put that on the bumper stickers. No Alfaro, no thank you. Um, although that be, that might be perceived as a, a, a negative connotation when it's a positive connotation. So be it. Uh, but we do know that still, Michael Waka, as we tape this, still sits there, which bizarrely. But is yeah, that that's, that's the most that's the most bizarre one, right, of all of them? Yeah,
3: yeah. In a in a year where starting pitchers are making bank and getting all kinds of uh, kinds of years, he's just sort of sort of been there, uh, available, but unattainable for whatever reason. <laughs> I
4: guess uh, he is attainable, <laughs> just not on his terms. But you know we're not here to talk. We've talked about Michael Walk on like fifteen podcasts. He's, he's when when he signs, we can talk about him again. But um, I think it's a great conversation. I'm actually looking forward to this a lot uh, about. Basically, the biggest news that's going to happen in baseball, once this year gets going, once you get to the trade deadline, once the offseason happens, Shohei Itani is is slated to be a free agent or is going to be eligible to be a free agent after the 2023 season. It is uh, a candidacy. I'm going to say this, Ed. It's a free agent candidacy like we've never seen before. And because not only because he's going to make more money, assuming he stays healthy, but he's going to make more money than anybody has ever before. But because of what he represents, and because of the entire package, and I mean, I think that he's he if he became the next five or the next. The first five hundred dollar or five five hundred dollar. If he became the first five hundred dollar player, then yes, that would be uh, that would be something. But if he became the first five hundred million dollar player, it wouldn't surprise me at all. That's where I'll start with this, Ed. When you look at what Otani right now, per, per, the perspective of we have they have with him
3: right now. What do you think? Do you think he'll make five hundred million dollars? Yeah, I do. And it's just because there's nothing... I I think that With some players, there's that worry that, you know, like I can get somebody comparable to to him for cheaper. So why would we offer him this much now that everybody's going to be wanting that? There's nobody you can compare to Otani. You know, there aren't two people that are there's nobody else. That's an all star at two positions, let alone a potential Cy Young Award winner and MVP at multiple positions. It's pretty insane how good he is. And and
4: and to me, you're not even mentioning the reason I think that he's going to reach that 500 million. Which is the business side of it, which is there's been nobody who who has played the game of baseball who has potentially more impact on the business of a baseball team than Shohei Itani. I mean, it is and all you do need to do, Ed, is look at the Angels. The Angels have arguably the two best players in baseball. Business wise, it's not even close. I mean, we we keep fitting Mike Trout this square peg in a round hole in terms of marketing him. Well, Otani is not a square peg in a round hole. Otani is, you know, the guy who is, is the obvious, obvious, obvious money maker for any team that signs him.
3: Oh yeah, I mean, he's young, he's talented, he's handsome, he's charismatic. You know, he you can put him on anything and he'll sell it. And you know, he's also it's the international part can't be underestimated either. There's a massive market not just in Japan but all of Asia. The rest of the world, you look at this guy, you associate him with baseball. What team isn't going to want that just from the, and that? And that's ignoring the stuff that I mentioned before about like the, the the God-given talent that he has. It's really, there hasn't, I, I think about Aaron judge this year. I think about some of the other guys we talked about. It's not even close to what Otani brings. He really no. is the full package.
4: Yeah. And it's funny because Aaron judge, Aaron judge maybe isn't, Uh, Super comparable in terms of reaching the even getting over four hundred million because he he was a little up there in age in in when he signed he didn't have as many years left. Um, But that said, the Yankees did pay for the business of Aaron Judge, the marketability of Aaron Judge. We have to factor in this with all this when we look at any of these guys. Like it's and Bryce Harper was another example of this when they signed Bryce Harper. It was you. This is a guy who, who was in the previous years leading up to that that contract. Ed, he was hitting in the two forties. I know batting average, uh, you know, whatever. <laughs> but still, he was hitting in the two forties. He was a good player. He was with a ton of potential. But still, the 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 idea that he was going to get better, the idea that he was going to be able to to be the middle of the order guy, and 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 everybody was going to be wearing Harper jerseys. So. And if whoever gets Otani, can you imagine? Can you I'm just thinking about it. I'm getting so excited thinking about the idea of Otani Ed in a big market. And I'm not like the, the Angels are not Los Angeles, the Dodgers are Los Angeles, right? Right now. But in a oh, big, yeah. in, in in New York, and we'll go through some of the markets, but can you imagine him in New York? Holy mackerel! Yeah.
3: I it, it, I can't see him going to a place that isn't first of all one of those big cities. Um I don't even think it would be a place like Chicago. I really think it's gonna be l a or New York. I have a very hard time imagining him going anywhere else
4: okay well let's let's not let's not bury the lead. Let's not spoil it. So when you look at i, I so I have an art, there's a few different articles and there's odds and everything else where he's gonna land. I'm just gonna cherry pick this one from uh CBS Sports. And because it, I think it's the most recent one and it had for the top four teams that they think that that Otani going to end up with. And you tell me maybe you can give me your four top four teams after no. and maybe they'll be exactly the same. I don't know. <laughs> um, number one is it don't say anything, but I'll just read them. Number one is the Dodgers. Number two is the Mets. Number three is the Giants and number four, the angels. All right. Give me your top four.
3: Uh, number one is the Dodgers. Number two is the Mets. Those two are for the. I, I yeah. But uh, number three, Yankees. Number four, Angels. The, the Angels. That's that's the sneaky
4: part about this, right? The Angels almost can't. You know, they can't afford to lose them. Yeah. It's weird. You have you have you get that you get what it was or I, you can still might say a lot of people say that at least the best position player. You have him for years upon years upon years. You give him this long term deal, Mike Trout, $400 million deal, $420 million deal. And you're saying, This is what we're doing. We got our guy. And now you have to panic because you can't lose another guy. It's crazy. Anyway, I, I'm not, I, so what I'm saying, I'm not sleeping on the angel's head.
3: No, no, they, I mean, just for marketing also, they have the money, um, didn't our, our Moreno or whoever just decided that they're keeping the team too. So it's not like they're, they're trying to, to like, uh, burn their whole, uh, the whole everything down so that someone new can come in and take it. Um, it would be. I mean, it's kind of like losing any player of that quality. I mean, it's a disaster. It's an unmitigated disaster if you if you lose that guy under the Angels. So they're going to be in it. But I I mean, I think I think there's a reason everyone's saying the Dodgers and the Mets is the top two, though.
4: Yeah, it does feel like the Dodgers, and this is sort of a guess and conspiracy theory a little bit. The Dodgers are loading up. You know, the Dodgers weren't enormous spenders um, this year. And you know, they can talk about the luxury tax or whatever. But still like you if you're gonna load up for a guy, load up for him that's cool, like that's good, but it's it's uh it, it it is I think that I would I'm gonna give my top four um I do think the Dodgers have to be number one, and I would say the Mets are right there, but I do think you have to go back to when Otani actually was filtering out teams that he actually interviewed with I think the only. He, he interviewed with the cubs which is sort of bizarre but everything else was sort of west coast and you see this a lot you know they they you know want to be a little bit closer to home um, and I don't know if that's changed or not. I can't remember, I should look this up, if he interviewed with the Yankees. I know he did an interview with the Red Sox. The Red Sox desperately wanted to, and they had all these jerseys made up, Bruins, Celtics, Patriots, with Otani in the back, which I surface the pictures of them like every time Otani does anything. But, <laughs> I mean, like, that's good. And by the way, that, Ed, that would have got him, the, the Otani Bruins jersey. Uh, you know what? Forget about that you're like a country closer to uh to your your homeland playing on the west coast we have a bruins otani jersey that is going to make all the difference so anyway um so uh, i think that the west coast i i still say the dodgers so now i have uh another site here for the odds this is the odds this is a little more i mean it doesn't really matter it was at the end of the year so um the odds here i think it's uh, covers.com whatever that is um <laughs> t- so no no disrespect to them but you know whatever I'm just, we're just getting we're di- uh, our our, our go to is fanduel and uh and until they i don't think they've put up their odds yet but once they do we'll cite them all the live long day all right so these are terrible odds though and so they have the mets one at, you know, plus 175. Dodgers, two at plus 350. Those are fine. But then they have the Cardinals.
2: No
3: way! What? Yeah, they have the What? Who made up this lit? Terrible. terrible. The Cardinals they, who got out bid for David Price? Yeah. The Cardinals who spent big on Wilson Contreras, and that was it this year?
4: Yeah. The, you know, maybe they're loaded. I don't know. The Giants, uh, again... The Rangers, you know, this was done before the Rangers spent all their money on pitching and still have Simeon and and Seeger. So I don't think they're going to add it. I mean, as much money as they have, that would seem to be a a long shot. The Blue Jays, I don't think he's going to Canada. No disrespect to the people, the fine people there. Yeah. Uh, the Yankees, then the Yankees. The Yankees are tied with the Blue Jays and the Rangers. Yankees have a better shot. Chicago White Sox. I mean the braves uh, the Braves are locking everybody up. I don't see them doing something like that. The Mariners no, make sense you know the Mariners okay, the Mariners, yeah, I don't think they are spend the money, but you know location wise, why not right it it there's no and there's no cubs here, like I said, he interviewed with cubs, but I guess they're just looking at it well, different regime, not spending the money, so forth, and so on um. So yeah, I mean do so you you still think you think the you think the Dodgers. You're you're with me.
3: Yeah, the Dodgers, I mean the Dodgers just make the most sense. It's that he doesn't have to move very far but he immediately moves to a much more historic and uh, for lack of a better word respected team, um bigger market. Big, I, I don't know if this makes difference to it, but there is there's always been that connection between Japanese baseball and the Dodgers just just from Hideo Novo coming there. So I don't know how much of a connection that makes, but there is the historic aspect of it too. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I really just with, yeah, just with them not spending that much this year, it seems like they're 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 charging up to get him.
4: You know, you know a team we haven't mentioned, which is an obvious team, the Padres. What team? The Padres. i mean like why not why not why not it's uh, you know it does
3: bring it a little bit into no because it does make sense and next year they have two big name free agents coming up that maybe they can afford it after signing so and we're gonna maybe they can't
4: we're we're gonna um we're gonna get uh to that in a second because we're gonna go through some of the top free agents coming up but it's interesting because the Padres are an interesting one for that exact reason, but I'm going to save that one before we move on to that from Otani. The other conversation about Otani is trading him as a deadline. If, if the angels stink, if the angels stink, right. Then if they don't trade him, they're stupid. They're stupid because I think that Otani isn't going to ride out the angels Another bad year and say, oh no, I, I'm going to trust that it's going to get better. This is make or break for the Angels. Either they're good or they're not. And and I don't think Otani is is of the mind of like, hey, you know what, I'm going to stick around for a rebuild or this. You know, I've, you, you, I'm not trusting that we're going to be better. He just wants to go to a team that they're going to be better. They're actually going to win, I would imagine. So, do you think right now at the deadline, which is going to be, I mean, holy mackerel, if his name is being thrown around, it's going to be awesome.
1: You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp, but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame,
2: Tourist, tour.
1: you deserve this ice cold reward. Medellin, the of fighter. Trick responsibly, beer imported by Crowley Port, Chicago, Illinois.
3: If they're bad, I think he will be traded just because you, you see that with lesser players too. They, you, you always look at look at the you know, like the Rockies and Trevor's story where they held on to him for whatever reason. He left and they got to the to the Red Sox and they got nothing for him. So you gotta think that if somebody that valuable, somebody that will actually get you one of these ridiculous projected trades, like you know how we see those where it's like would, who says no? And it's like oh, all oh, the wait, 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 top wait. prospects. There's
4: nothing wrong with a who says no. I love a good who
3: says no, Ed. Oh, I but love, here's like, the thing, though. I love the fake trades. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. Yeah. If, that, if you're getting Shohei Otani, the only yes. team that says no is the Angels.
4: Right. Yeah. And so basically any fake trade with Shohei Otani involved, and and I was on the radio this weekend and somebody called in and they were trying to do a fake trade for the Red Sox, Shohei Otani. And, and it's like, so Don Raffaella... Marcelo Meyer, and maybe, I don't know, someone else. I'm like, keep going.
1: No, keep going. Yeah.
4: Keep no, going. And, and, and and you know, and <laughs> and you think, and for a team to do that, you know, you have to be a team that has this, first of all, you have guys locked up. You're not going to need those minor leaguers because you're dealing, you're still dealing with half a year, man. Like you're still dealing with this in half a year. And so it, it, it's still like, and if, if I'm the angels, you know, I make sure that I get the right deal. I, I'm being a hypocrite because I said you better trade them, but I also make sure I get the right deal because you know it's that, that those sort of deals define teams. Those sort of deals can make an enormous, enormous difference. What were some of the ones that I I just saw from um, from this past trade deadline that you know have already? Uh, I think that they involve the Cubs. Um, Oh, Yeah, yeah, like Rizzo, the Rizzo, like the, the the prospect that they got back from the Rizzo trade is now like a real top prospect. I should know his name. Um, I apologize, I did not study up, but you know, they, those are the ones, those are the trades, even half a year trades define teams. So, um, well, I
3: want one, one more thing to note with that also the Angels kind of when you say make or break for them, it's really never been more make or break because think about how much they could get for Otani. If they traded him with a full season of it, oh, and they're already right. not doing that, like what they they could buy an entire new minor league system with all of the prospects they get for or whatever. Right, it, it, they have to win this year. They yeah, really and, have to win and, this and, year.
4: And you know what? It's 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 it, listen. We we've seen this with other teams. Um, where it's a tough one. You go into a contract year. And you, you, you know, you have to keep the guy, you know, that like is the foundation of the fan base. You know, that this person is really important to winning. But to me, it always comes back to you get to this time of year in February. I think you have to make close to your best offer. Like, honestly, Ed, like, I think you have to make close to your best offer and say, and get an idea if the guy is gonna realistically sign. Because if he isn't realistically gonna sign, then as much as it hurts, you gotta trade him. Like you have to trade him. And because number one, you're getting back better prosper or better of uh, haul, not even question. And number two, is not you're left in no man's land of figuring out whether you can sign him or not. And I, I don't know, like teams sort of do that, but we saw this with Bogarts. But Bo- that was another example. You know, it's and they almost like had to, and they basically had to pay more because of Devers. But you, you, or you, you have to give what you think is going to be your best offer. And then if if you get the sense that he's not going to take it, then you trade him. That's it. Yeah. But I, I mean, yeah. I'm, I don't know if the Angels have done that, but I know that they sure doesn't look like they're going to trade him anytime soon.
1: So.
3: But here's the thing: I think that if they manage. Say this is a really incredibly good season for the Angels. It's the best that they've been since uh, Michael Trout's been with them. They make the playoffs. They get to the ACL. Michael Trout? Did you just did call I him Michael Trout? Very, it's not, it's not, very, him Michael
4: Trout. Very, sorry, very formal. I like it. <laughs> well, like, well he, we, you know, he
3: was the answer on a Jeopardy question the other day for Athletic Michaels. Oh, really?
1: Did yeah, they had that.
3: him on it. They had yeah, they had like Michael Johnson on it, the the runner. Yeah, it was uh, that was their last week. That almost doesn't even count because no one calls him Michael
4: except you. So Well, there they, you can, go. they call yeah.
3: No, well, you know, when you're really close with him, which I guess the mm. creators of Jeopardy are also, mm. then he's Michael.
4: Oh, well, there you go. The two degrees <laughs> of separation from Jeopardy. At hand, let's go. Uh <laughs>
3: oh, so, it's not two degrees. here. My sister was on Jeopardy. <laughs> oh, wait, 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 wait a second. Wait. Was she? Yeah, yeah, in 2014. Did she, how'd she do? She was winning going into Final Jeopardy, um, and she bet too much and, and got the answer wrong in Final Jeopardy. All three of them got it wrong, but she bet more than the other ones. Oh, did. how, so how much was... of a
4: dagger is that? How much? How much is does that hurt for her? Did was she really, really like? Was that a tough one to take for her? Oh, you froze up. Oh no.
3: Oh. Why am I freezing? Oh, there
4: you go. I got you. Yeah, sorry about uh, that. No, that's all right. So was that sorry about for- that? Yeah,
3: I don't know. I don't remember what the total was that she back, but, but, but it was but it was a lot. How,
4: how was her mood after? Was it happy to be there
3: or was it was I, it, think, I think I think it was a little it. bit of happy to be there and a little disappointed because um, okay. she was like um, she did academic decathlon in high school, um, okay. which is, you know, it's like team team jeopardy. And like, but she was on. They were state champions. She got to go to the national championship in like, um, I think it alternated every year. My year of high school was in Hawaii. Her years. Uh, her year was Erie, Pennsylvania. Oh, um, wait. Yeah. So she you were in high school in Hawaii. Year. Uh, yeah, they would have. They had it at a high school in Hawaii. Oh, I got gotcha. you. Um, oh, the- right. Sorry, go. Okay. No, I-, I didn't go there. It was okay. they alternate with the championship every year. Sorry. <laughs> what?
4: Um, what uh, was there? Did she have to answer any sports questions?
3: Um, she didn't have any, although she was asking me like baseball trivia beforehand. No, the question that got us well, that got her in final jeopardy. Um, it was a movie question, actually. It was what Oscar-winning movie um, was based on a short story called "The Invisible Man." Hmm. what was it um it was it's a wonderful life oh okay Here's, yeah which makes sense if you've seen christmas movies it makes sense but we're jewish we didn't grow up on any of these movies okay. so we never saw we had, neither of us had ever seen it's a wonderful life we were oh, both that's like fair oh, no that's unfair and, yeah it was you know it was just one of those things
4: the uh well I, guys yeah you ever see the movie white Men can't jump
3: Yes. Oh wait, no. It's been a long time. It's yeah, like, Part of a- part
4: of that movie is that um, uh, what's her name? Rosie Perez. Rosie Perez. Is that her name? The actress. She. So, yeah, she, I think that was like her, her character. Like is studying. That's her goal in life is to be on Jeopardy, and she just studies and just studies all the time, studies all the time. So you have to actually study to be on Jeopardy. Like when you oh when yeah you get the call, you're like basically reading encyclopedias, or in this case now for not eighty year olds, look at the internet, you know. So
3: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it was for her and for a lot of these people that do academic, it's like getting called to the big leagues, and then however long you can make your run, like that's like your that that that's that's like your major league cup of coffee, you know.
4: Well, there you go. Michael Trout's the big winner. And speaking of being called to the big leagues, um, the big leagues will have, besides Shohei Atani, there will have a couple other big, big free agents. It's going to be – would you say that next year's free agent class is spicier than this one? No, but I think the pitching's a lot better, and that's exciting. Okay. Okay. All right. But we had mentioned this. – we're going to morph the Atani and next year other free agents – San Diego is being a possibility. And why we say San Diego might be a possibility is you have Machado and Soto. Right? Correct? Yep.
3: You have Machado and Soto, and you can't have all of them.
4: Can't have all of them. So here's the question I have for you, Ed, GM Ed, is would you trade, would you sign Otani and let Machado and Soto go?
3: Great question. That's tough. Yeah, it's tough. Um, honestly, I would if I had to pick between the three, between just Shohei Otani or Manny Machado and Juan Soto, I think I'm going Machado and Soto.
4: I would agree. Because it's baseball. Yeah. And once again, they don't they don't I, I always say they don't run isolations for outfielders in this case. They don't run isolations for pitchers, outfielders, and hitters or whatever, but still. You know, as good as he does is, you know, you still need you not you need as much you not need as much star power on the on a diamond as you can get. I think, and this is the 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 obvious example of this is you know the fact that where Otani's coming from. I mean, yeah. So I agree. I agree. That's a tough one though. That's a good question.
3: Might put up a poll on that one. But they might be if they here's the thing though. If they don't get Machado back and they Lose you, Darvish? Do you take that money and try to invest it in uh, in Otani? Because Starvish is a free agent, also they're paying him quite a bit of money,
4: right? uh so what's so if they you lose you, Darvish and lose like Machado, you said those two, yeah, and then you, but you try to sign Soto, you try to get Soto and Otani. I mean. Not that they care, but that I mean, Soto's like, what? I mean, he turned down, what did he turn down, 440 or something like that? Yeah, yeah, with the Nationals. Yeah, and so, um, (laughs) I don't know. That's crazy. I don't know. I don't know. No, I don't think it has anything to do with it. I mean, I just think, I I think that, I think they have it, I think that, you need players you need really really good players and not just one i i don't trade if i can get two really impactful players for then i take the two impactful players over the, as yeah. impactful as otani is it's yeah i mean the the you look at the angels and once again they're the 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 poster for just like how baseball teams really get sucked into this Everyone, no one had a problem with him signing Trout. I mean, you have to sign that deal, right? He's a transcendent player. You do whatever you can to sign Otani, but you cannot have that much percentage of your payroll go to Anthony Rendon. Like, you can't miss on that. That was, talk about a luxury item that has been anything but a luxury. That's crazy. I mean, that was just, yeah, you can't do that. You can't. So, what I'm saying is that why the Padres are spending money on these guys. They to to right now as we sit here, it doesn't seem like they're missing on these guys. These guys aren't bus So no. yeah. So anyway. What um so who else we got in the next year? Free agent class?
3: Well, there's Machado. There aren't a ton of position players, but there are some a couple of interesting third basemen because there's Machado and there's Matt Chapman from the uh the Blue Jays, who isn't as much of a yeah, he had to runs and he plays really, really good defense. So he's somebody that could be very interesting. Yeah, yeah, he's
4: a good one. How, how about the other position players? Um,
3: Teoscar Hernandez
4: in the outfield. Yeah, that's then it drops down. So there you go, it drops down. Yeah, it drops so down
3: in a hurry. Um, a guy that I personally find interesting because he's a Jorge shortstop. Alfaro? Some, well, Alfaro, yes, actually, but I he think may, you know, there's always the chance he gets extended before the end, of, uh, the end of the true. season. That's so true. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to I don't want to guess anything now because if <laughs> it plays out how I want it to, we're seeing fifty home runs out of the uh, guy. All right,
4: all right. there you go. Uh so I'm sorry, go ahead. Who, who yeah. um interested? Rosario,
3: Ahmed Rosario okay. on the Guardians, I think is a, is a pre- is a pretty interesting player. I don't he's not it's it's just funny going from the four short stuff we had this year to Rosario being the clear, like overall favorite of them. Yeah. How about the pitchers? Oh, there are some nice pitchers on this one. Um you know, because Otani's obviously on there, but yeah. then you've got Julio Urias um, from the Dodgers. Also, you've got um, Aaron Nola from the Phillies is on that list. Um, you've got you've got a couple of Darvish, who I mentioned. You've got guys that you can legitimately feel comfortable putting in the one and two spot in the rotation. Mm. So it's uh, it's it's very different than it was uh, this year. I think where well, you know, I think there was this, you... like really one reliable guy.
4: Yeah, but I mean, and as you mentioned these names, it's like. You know who who are the teams loading up to get that? That's the big question, right? And so right now it's probably Soto and Otani. As good as Machado, I guess Machado too.
3: Yeah. But what is how old is Machado now? He's Machado is uh, going to be uh, thirty this year, I believe.
4: Okay. All right. So you know he still could get a decent, pretty good cut contract. I mean, he is interesting. He signed the ten-year, three hundred million dollar contract. I mean, he could. He could improve on that. I mean, in terms of the AAV, anyway. But you look at—you have to figure that the Dodgers, the Mets, and probably the Padres are all teams that have shown. Well, the uh, the Mets and the Padres definitely have shown they they don't care. They're just like we don't care about the luxury tax, whatever. The Dodgers strategically probably don't care because they're loading up and they have shown the ability to spend a lot of money on on teams. I mean, the the Rangers would be sort of the wild card in this because they are spending a lot of money but they've spent so much money in the last 2 years. I can't imagine and those are I mean, it's not like one or two year commitments. They're going to be hanging around a little bit. So yeah, um even DeGrob yeah, I mean to grow. I mean, you're still talking three three years down the road, and obviously with Simeon and Seeger, uh, that's you know that's going to be a while. Um, you know, I'm trying to think of any other team that feels like oh they're, they're ready to spend some money. The Oakland A's? I th- no,
3: uh, I do think that you're Arizona. underselling Julio Urias a little bit there. I think that Ooh. he's because he's one of these young frontline pitchers that you really can build around. So if he's healthy at the end of the year. And right, if he has another year. Like, give the last me his contract.
4: Two, give me his contract right now for Urias. Yeah,
3: what no, I would no 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 him... no no not
4: his not what he's making now. Assuming he has a good year, what would
3: GM Ed pay him? Um, if I'm being honest, I'm I'm a very big Urias guy. Okay, I would give it's him right. the same. Co- I would give him the same average like yearly value as a Degrom. Ooh. What's that? It's like four million pay, You pay him like a true, yeah. You pay him like a true ace. How old is he? He's like, oh, well, he's young. He was an eighteen-year-old rookie. That's right. Oh man, I remember that. That's how old I am. Uh, so he's young. He's already been through the like the Tommy Jobs stuff. He's got that fresh elbow.
4: So Urias is only 26? Yep. twenty-six. Twenty-six. Uh, he's obviously you know, it's, it's hard to argue and. It's funny because he gets slept on a lot because – not literally, but he gets slept on a lot, you know. <laughs> but he's like – you look at 2021. Yeah. I mean, just, 2021, 23 yeah.
3: with a 2.96 ERA. How did he finish seventh in the Cy Young? What happened? I have no idea. I think they just forgot starts. about him. Yeah, I think that they just forgot about him because, you know, he was one of these guys who came up really young, 19 years old in uh, – 2016. And then he got hurt. So he was out for, for a few years there, you know, um,
4: so he goes, yeah. so in the last two years, Ed, he's 30 and you not, know, you know, I know wins or whatever, but it's we'll use it as a jumping off point. He's 37 and 10 is he, he has in both years. He's had a, a ERA under three last year. He led the league with a two one six ERA. He last year, he led the league with a one ninety four ERA plus. He finished last – oh, finally, the voters yeah. wised up. They He finished third in the Cy Young last year. But you're right. I mean, you, you, yeah. my friend, are correct. Who, like, that's the thing. i rather have him as a pitcher than Otani. I just yeah. said it. There you go.
3: Yeah. Less wear and tear on the elbow. You know, people um... – People were talking about, oh, you've got to make your play this year for a starting pitcher. But if I'm a team that's really holding out to give that big contract to a pitcher, I'm waiting because I don't think any of the guys this year, even you know Verlander, amazing pitcher, but he's 40. You know, you can't build, you can't plan to build for today and for the future with Justin Verlander. No. So, like Arias is the only pitcher I can think of that really uh, fits that build. Man, and he's a Boris guy. He's a Boris. Guy. Oh, he's he's getting he's getting paid.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's, so. Yeah, that's that's a good one. I mean, I think that that's of all the free agents like, you know, we we know sort of where Soto stands because he turned down that money. You know, Machado, you know, same thing, whatever. Urias is going to be a sneaky one. That's a good one. So if you had to rank your if you you do an excellent job ranking the free agents, um, give me your top four. Give me a top four free agents right now.
3: So it's hard. It's so it's, I mean, you can't put anybody ahead of Otani. Like that's it. He's right. generational. He yeah. really is. He's like multi-generational. Yeah. I so agree. He's number one. Um, so I kind of look at Manny Machado as almost being like what Xander Bogarts was this year, except he doesn't have all those other shortstops to compete against. I, so I think he's going to get a deal like that. But I put Urias ahead of Machado, honestly. I think just because he's young, he's just much younger. Interesting.
4: Yeah, I mean, there's case to be made. Is it His talent is harder to re- replicate. Um, yeah, definitely. A case yeah, to be made. The, and you don't. Know, like you said, to get a pitcher, like that's the thing. We get hitters that young every once in a while. Machado is one of them. Yeah. But to get a pitcher that young,
3: that's not. That's yeah. not normal. I mean, it just makes me think about like if in a different timeline, Jose Fernandez. Uh, what he would be negotiating right now. Um, But, yeah, Arias would be my number two, then Machado at number three. One of the other pitchers, probably, maybe Nola. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh, um, One of the other pitchers, maybe, like Aaron Nola, maybe. Yeah.
4: yeah. So Soto is making – he's going to make $23 million in 2023. And so, you know, you're right. I mean, you're going to have to make a decision on him one way or the other, right? So, um, yeah, 2024. 2024. Oh man, he's going to make it today. Four years of arbitration eligibility for Juan Soto. Um, Yeah, As it's, there is a big drop off. We go through the free agent class. There is a big drop off. All my my apologies to T. Oscar Hernandez and his family, but there's a big drop off. There just is. Otani, yeah, I mean Arias but- and uh, Machado. Boom, boom, boom. Right, Those that's are the it. big three. Yeah. And only one of them is gonna have their big, own. Big cleat. three twenty twenty-three. <laughs> oh, I like that. I like that. So all right. Well, we, we you know, this is spice a lot spicier than Michael Walker talk. I can tell you that. <laughs> so uh I, I it was a good fun it was fun. I like the Otani stuff is is crazy to me. It's fun. It's gonna be it's it's the gift that keeps on giving. It really is.
3: You know, we could do like a like every couple of weeks. We could do like a fifteen minute Otani check.
4: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I just hope he stays healthy. I hope he has a great year. And and you know, honestly, Ed, I hope the Angels have a good year. I, I think do too. that I think a lot of people in baseball feel that way. It's like we, you know, as good as Trout is and Otani is, like he, I think that people in baseball want to see them in the postseason. Like that would be a great dynamic. So can, can
3: you imagine the coverage for Michael Trout's first real playoff run? Uh,
4: yeah. Yeah. Oh, but, great. but yeah, it's, it's just, I don't know. I'm not picking them. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
3: I mean, the Astros are, go- I mean, you can't yeah. pick against them for the division. Well, so. I mean,
4: we've talked about this in the, that division you already have, even without the angels, you have the Mariners, you know, yep. they're going to be good. The Rangers, I think they're going to be good. And obviously the Astros. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, it's great. It's great. We're in February. Now we're talking baseball. We've been talking baseball, but now we're, we're kind of talking baseball with, with, the, with the images of green grass and baseballs being flung all over the place. Oh, that's great. All yeah, right, Ed. It's, good, it's awesome, isn't it? Hell yeah. Yeah, there you go. All right, Ed, Good stuff.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy